Hey everybody, it's Michelle. And Brandy. And this is Spooky Shit. So this week we are going to be talking about freak accidents. We each have two stories, so we're going to switch on and off. I'll start off with Mary Reeser. And then I'll talk about Umberto Hernandez. And then for my second story, I'm talking about Kyle Plush. And then I'll talk about Rebecca Berger. Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. Alrighty, so I'll kick it off. And if you hadn't guessed, the reason we are each doing two is because our stories are on the shorter side. So keep that in mind. (laughs) (laughs) So it might look like a shorter episode this week. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like a lot of... I don't know if you had this experience, Brandy, but like looking up freak accidents, people don't write that much about it. They're just like, mm-hmm. oh, this was crazy. The end. And I'm like, can I know like what kind of person this was? Like, what were they like? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, this crazy thing happened to this person. That's all you get. That is all day. you get to know. And I'm like, oh, that seems like not enough information, but okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think we did the best with our resources. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> Yeah, literally my first sentence I wrote how I couldn't find too much about Mary's life. But what I did know is that she was born on March 8th, 1884, 1800s, I know, in Columbia, Pennsylvania. She went on to marry Dr. Richard Reeser, who was born in either 19 or 1874, 1875. And they had one surviving child who was born in 1910 or 1911 and was also named Dr. Richard Reeser. I thought that was a funny way to word that, actually, because it sounds like they named a baby doctor something. I think he just went on to become a doctor. <laughs> nah, they just um, named him doctor. They just, oh my god, that's not a bad idea to name your kid doctor something. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, Mary loved her family to Needlepoint, and she liked entertaining a lot. Mary and her husband lived in Columbia until a few years after his death when she moved to St. Petersburg, Florida to be closer to her son and granddaughters. Reportedly, she did not like it much in Florida. She thought it was way too hot for her and she missed her friends in Pennsylvania. Which, Brandy, you're going to be going to Florida in a few months. You could tell us all about it. (laughs) I still can't believe you're going to Florida. (laughs) I can't believe it either. It's America's Australia, dude. You're going to be, like, <laughs> fighting crocodiles and, like, big-ass spiders are going to be coming for you. I hope not. I clearly have a very biased opinion on what goes on in Florida. I just think I've everything's out to get you. I feel like never, you can't say nothing unless you No, I'm definitely, because I'm scared that all the spiders and snakes and crocodiles are going to come for me whenever I land. <laughs> now, crocodiles I see, but I haven't heard of big, big uh, spiders and snakes. I bet that there's big spiders and snakes in Florida. I feel like that's a... Or it might literally be because I'm thinking of Australia. But um, (laughs) I associate the two together because I'm like, scary things are there. (laughs) Scary people. Scary people too. Fucking scary people everywhere, honestly. True, but there's always those... Have you seen those memes of it's like... The Florida Florida man. man. Yeah. Isn't that where the basalt thing happened? Where he ate basalts and like ate someone's face? I think so. Bro, everything happened in Florida. That's scary. Brady, why do you need to go to Disney World? Because <laughs> uh, it's one of my, it's on my bucket list to visit all the Disneylands. It's on your bucket list to have an article written about you starting with Florida Man. 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that'll be interesting. You have to send me videos of that. <laughs> you should go somewhere haunted while you're there. I'm on the Instagram. Ooh. The entire state is haunted. <laughs> I'll go on haunted mansions. <laughs> <laughs> See, that counts. That counts. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of thing, like, their haunted mansion would be like, Florida man dies on haunted mansion ride. (laughs) I could see it. It's haunted for real now. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, back to my story. I went on, like, a two-minute Florida tangent there. I got strong feelings about this place I've never been. (laughs) On July 1st, 1951, Mary had been having a visit with her son. He could tell that Mary was upset about the whole Florida, Pennsylvania thing and said she was so worried about taking a trip home that she didn't eat her dinner. Around 9 p.m., her son kissed her goodnight and left her on her own. The next morning, around 8 a.m., Mary's landlord, Pansy Carpenter, approached Mary's apartment to deliver a telegram. I'm not sure if these two were, like, hella close or what, but Pansy just fucking went to grab the doorknob to let herself in when she noticed that the door was, like, hot and the doorknob was uncomfortably warm like she didn't want to touch it because it was too warm and this sketched her out enough that she called the police to come and check on the apartment when police arrived they found 67 year old mary's body or rather what was left of it dun 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 so this is like the freaky part of this freak accident story On the burnt remains of the chair Mary had been sitting on, they found her body, which had almost completely been burnt to ashes. What? The only whole remains of Mary were part of her left foot, which had been in a slipper, her backbone, and her skull. Her skull also appeared to be shrunken, and some sources say to the size of a cup. (laughs) Brandy's face right now is hilarious. What the fuck? I know. I saw one thing that was like a teacup, but uh, so small, real small. <laughs> and yeah, obviously this sounds like an exaggeration. because It does. It sounds fake. But apparently it was so shrunken that official investigators actually made a note of it in their report saying it was also not an illusion just because the features were removed. Like it was straight up shrunken. It's so weird. And it gets even weirder. Other than the chair and Mary's body, the room was not damaged by the fire or the smoke, like, as much as you'd expect. Like, the tops of the, the top halves of the walls were stained with smoke, and their electric switches were warped, but on the lower walls, it was the exact opposite. Like, the walls looked clean and not stained at all, and the switches were totally fine. And her newspaper that she had nearby was not burnt, and her white bed sheets looked clean. What the fuck? Like, none of them had burned. Her body burned to ashes, and the newspaper near her didn't even burn. How? Bro, I have no idea. (laughs) She just literally burst liar, liar, pants on fire. (laughs) She shouldn't have lied to her son about wanting to move to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, there's a lot of confusion as, like, what the fuck happened to Mary? And some people wondered if it could have been the result of a lightning strike And another person suggested that maybe Mary had died from spontaneous human combustion. Kind of what you just said. She just set on fire. What the fuck? What the fuck? So I'll quote this from Wikipedia to let you guys know what it is. But spontaneous human combustion is the pseudoscientific concept of the combustion of a living or recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. 
Literally, your body just sets itself on fire for no reason. <laughs> the FBI ruled out this possibility, but it's actually what the case became relatively well known for. Like, it became a big deal nationally, I guess. And of course, the FBI would, because it's a cover-up for all the human uh, combustion cases. I don't know. Have you seen X-Files? Exactly. I don't know where my logic's going here. I'm a little tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're recording pretty late today. I know, yeah. It is around 8 o'clock. Like, I think the same thing happened last week or two weeks ago. We usually record at 4, but I dyed my hair. So, or my sister dyed my hair. I don't have those kind of capabilities. (laughs) But (laughs) it's been a busy week. Oh, so we were are recording this a week later, but my birthday just happened. I just turned 25 and I went to Hawaii with Robert and we like met up with my friend that I haven't seen in a few years and dude. So we like went on this boat ride to see the Nepali coast, which is like super pretty and stuff. And they told us like this boat ride is not chill. It's like an adventure and you're going to get wet. And we're like, okay, fine, whatever. And it was super fun at first. Like we were just on the side of the boat And, like, the water was kind of splashing us, and it was bumpy, and it was fun. And then they're like, all right, now we need to get serious and, like, go fast, and the waves are too big. So everyone needs to go under, like, the main cabin cover. It wasn't, like, totally closed in, but on three sides it was. And your girl started having a panic attack almost. And I was just saying, they're like breathing heavy, freaking out. I don't like feeling trapped in situations. Like if someone tells me you need to stay here, my first thought is if I stay here, I'm going to shit myself and have a panic attack. I need to move around. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And (laughs) so I was like freaking out and Robert didn't tell me till later because he didn't want to freak me out, but he was freaking out. Like he felt claustrophobic and he was feeling seasick too, even though we took medicine. And then they let us back out whenever we got to the coast and we'd taken medicine and it made us like hella sleepy. So we were just both like sitting at the top, like outside looking at the coast. We took pictures that were like nice and smiling. But as soon as we were all done, we just sat there and both like we're sitting there nauseous, like falling asleep on the boat. <laughs> Damn. I know. And then when it was time to go back, we were like staying at the side again and we we're starting to feel better because like the cool air and stuff and then these motherfuckers again were like all right it's too crazy you guys have to go under and we were like can we not and they were like well you can stay out here but you're gonna get soaking wet like i was trying to convince us and we're like okay we'll stay out here then and it <laughs> dude they were going so fast and it was so rough that we had to hold on with both hands on the railing and i was kind of like leaning down a little bit because I was like I don't want to get like fucking flipped out of the boat and they have to come back and get me (laughs) but we were the only ones standing up and the water was just like slamming into our bodies over and over and I was wearing jeans by the way so not comfortable and it was like so hardcore that Robert actually thought it was raining above us because the water was coming like over up and then landing down (laughs) (laughs) And then people were, like, looking at us, too. And then uh, somebody wanted us to move to the other side of the boat because she's like, it's less bad, which, by the way, it wasn't. It was kind of worse, really. And to move it over, they had to slow down the entire boat just so me and Robert, it was like a boat of, like, 40 people just so me and Robert could go and move to the other side and get slammed on the other side of the boat. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like that for, like, 10 minutes. And it was fucking stupid. We just looked so dumb. 
we were both just like soaking wet cold and we're but we were laughing the entire time too we're like this is kind of nice that's cool though you guys still had fun yeah we still had fun even though whenever like the first time after we were like feeling sick we kept making jokes about how that boat was living hell and stuff like that (laughs) but uh i don't even remember why i said oh yeah because i was tired it was an exhausting trip also both the flights back (laughs) I had fucking panic attacks and slept an hour and a half on a red eye. It was brutal. I'm going to go see a therapist next month. (laughs) (laughs) You're just rambling. I am. And that's how you know how bad my anxiety was this trip that now I'm like, I'm going to see a therapist next month. I should go see one. I've been saying I'm going to go, but I haven't. I've been saying I'm going to for years. And then this trip is like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, all right, I'm going to email my doctor. <laughs> yeah. You should do it. I've been saying for like two, three years already. It's like you really have to hit a, a boiling point where you're like, oh, fuck, I need to do this. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Mine was Robert at the airport saying, you know, we can't travel internationally if you act like this. And I was like what and i emailed my doctor because i have i really want to travel all over but anyway that is it for my personal life updates for now (laughs) just want to let you guys know what's happening anyways so a few days after mary's remains were found if you remember who mary was at this point (laughs) the chief of saint petersburg police sent some of the evidence to the director of the fbi j edgar hoover Inside the box were, quote, glass fragments found in the ashes, six small objects thought to be teeth. They weren't even sure it was teeth. A section of the carpet and the surviving shoe. I love how dramatically they put that. The shoe was the sole survivor. (laughs) Wait, it was the sole survivor? Like the sole of a foot? (laughs) I don't think I've talked enough today. I'm kind of losing it. (laughs) With this box was a note that said, we request any information or theories that could explain how a human body could be so destroyed and the fire confined to such a small area and so little damage done to the structure of the building and the fringe of the room not even scorched or damaged by smoke. Just a super long run-on sentence basically saying, how the fuck is this possible? Mm. After three weeks of investigating, the FBI decided that Mary had been incinerated by the Wick Effect. The wick effect is basically when a human body is on fire and the clothing on the body soaks up fat from the body and basically acts as a wick for the flame and will like burn through it. Burn through you. (laughs) With the wick effect theory, it's assumed that Mary, who was a known user of sleeping pills, and also remember she didn't eat dinner that night, so taking sleeping pills on an empty stomach probably knocked her the fuck out. And Mary was a smoker, so they think she'd fallen asleep while smoking and set her clothes on fire. And then all of her burned, basically. I feel Mm. like what sleeping pill is so strong you don't wake up to your body burning? I don't know, man. Bro, that's what I need. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Before you said that, I was going to say, those are the kind of pills I needed on my flight. And then you said the OD, and I was like, never mind. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) the fbi then wrote once the body starts to burn there's enough fat and other inflammable substances to permit varying amounts of deconstruction to take place sometimes this destruction did i say deconstruction i meant destruction jesus christ you guys 
Sometimes this destruction will proceed to a degree which results in almost complete combustion of the body. Mary's daughter-in-law agrees with this theory and said, Mary was a great smoker. Her cigarette dropped to her lap. Her fat was the fuel that kept her burning. The floor was cement and the chair was by itself. There was nothing around her to burn. It just seems weird to me still, though. Nothing else. And it also seemed weird to an anthropologist named Witten M. Krogman. <laughs> what a what a name, man. Uh, <laughs> he was an anthropologist at the University of Pennsylvania, and he disagrees with the FBI's conclusion. He said, if this was the case, the skull should have exploded rather than shrunk. And he also said the almost total cremation of the body would have likely taken several hours of burning at several thousand degrees. And it seems odd that more of the apartment wasn't damaged. And this part, like the uh, body turn ashing, actually reminded me a lot of our Christmas episode when I talk about the missing solder children. So you guys should go mm-hmm. listen to that because I didn't double check my notes because honestly I was rushing because I'm dumb. I don't have a better excuse. I should have done this days ago. <laughs> but uh, I talk more so about like how many degrees and how long it takes to burn bodies. And it's just hard to believe her body was burned to ash to me. That's just a lot. But part of Mary's ashes were buried next to her husband at the Chestnut Hill Cemetery in Pennsylvania, while the rest were given to her son in Florida. In a strange ghostly turn of events, Mary's remaining family said that sometimes they can feel her presence whenever they still owned her furniture. They would feel a breeze roll by and just be like, that's grandma again. Don't worry, she's nice. I loved that. I was like, wow, this was supposed to be our ghost week. I just didn't have a good theme. So that's why I chose this. And it's still full circle, man. (laughs) But that is it for my story. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That is really unusual. I know. I had to talk about it. That wasn't even on, like, I don't even think that was on the list. I somehow ended up on a human combustion like wikipedia page and it was like notable cases and i was like well i need to talk about one of these (laughs) and hers as soon as it's like the shrunken skull thing i was like all right mary you're getting spoken about today (laughs) you're getting mentioned you are so on to the story of umberto hernandez okay but yeah there's this is literally gonna be like two minutes oh my god So on June 21st, 2007, in Oakland, California, 24-year-old Humberto Hernandez was killed by a fire hydrant. Wait. (laughs) I forgot about our theme, and I was like, a fire hydrant? (laughs) That's a freak accident if I've ever heard (laughs) one. It is. You'll see. He was walking down the sidewalk with his wife, minding his own business, when a 200-pound yellow demon claimed his life. Yellow demon? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A 2007 Ford Escape blew a tire nearby, swerved onto the sidewalk, and crashed into the fire hydrant. Water water pressure and the impact of the crash sent the hydrant flying like a bullet. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Umberto was hit in the head and pronounced (gasps) dead at the scene. In the head. Yeah. The back of his head. Oh, at least he didn't see it coming, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. No one saw the fucking fire hydrant coming. Let's be. No. You would probably just hear the crash and that was it. 
Yeah, holy shit. But yeah, that's literally it. That's that's, oh. it. that's all I could find. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying at the beginning. It was so hard to find information. I think that's why I chose the two stories I did because they actually had more information. I just had to talk about this one because I was like, dude, that's fucking crazy. Like, dude. So adding taking walks to a list of things I cannot do for fear of <laughs> dying. Yeah. And all it says, like in all the articles, is just his wife was not hurt. Like there's oh, nothing I, about her either. I feel so bad for his wife. Holy shit. Yeah. She's like, well, he he's was only go, 24. He's, <gasps> he's younger than me. Now I'm 25. This feels weird. Oh, what a little baby. Dang, he was married. Yeah. Well, me oh, too. you're married. Fucking babies <laughs> getting married. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I'm going to be 24 so, this year. Wow. I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm closer to being 30 than 20. Wait, weren't you the one who told me that like a couple weeks ago? Um, I'm pretty sure that was you, fucking hater. <laughs> you're not even like, how exciting. You're like, you're almost 30. <laughs> fucking bitch (laughs) i'm sorry you're like sounds like something i do (laughs) yeah it does (laughs) it's okay i always tell robert stuff about his old age because he's 26 he's gonna be 27 this year that's like a senior citizen where we're gonna get discounts (laughs) everywhere (laughs) but yeah that's sketchy there was like another one that kind of reminds me of that where you couldn't really find information this one dude this i'm sorry this isn't even like my story i didn't write down his name but it made me think of it he was sleeping with his wife in his bed and his house was like kind of like next to a hill so the top of the hill was level with like his roof and bro when he was sleeping a cow walked onto the roof fell through the roof and landed on him and killed him Oh, I was I read through that too, you but read that's that all too? it said. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, bro, you cannot only tell me that a cow killed him in his sleep and not tell me anything else here. Like what? And the wife was unhurt. That's what made me think of it. Yeah, I think it said the like, cow was unhurt too. <laughs> Don't oh, build your house so it's even with hills. Cows will wander on, fall through your roof, and kill you. Freak. And okay, I was make you some ground beef. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's the so moomoos are coming. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, uh I, everything I say, I'm like, isn't that crazy? And I'm like, of course it is. This is freak accidents, they're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. Uh-huh. All right. Are you looking at it? I have the Wikipedia. What the fuck are you trying to say? It's because I have the Wikipedia page open and I just read one right now and I was like, what the fuck? You want to share it with the class? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to butcher the name. I didn't even remember my person's name. It's uh, Hitoshi Nikado. Are they like Japanese? I think so. Or just the way you said it made sound <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> oh, I think it is Japanese. Okay. Or, yeah. Something. Um, but in 2003, a doctor in Houston, Texas was decapitated after his head got trapped in the elevator doors at his <gasps> workplace. Oh my god. 
His head what? being removed from his body as the elevator ascended. I want to. I thought that up. should only happen in movies. Oh my god, me too. Oh my god. These stories really... are crazy, bro. Are you on the what is what was the Wikipedia list called that we both used? <sighs> list of unusual deaths. Quite unusual. I would suggest reading through this. I didn't even read that one. I must have skipped on accident. Dude. Okay, I just sure I need to switch tabs. I'm just reading a bunch of them. <laughs> we need to just go on an Instagram live and <laughs> read through this Wikipedia list. <laughs> <laughs> Quick little stories. Yeah. Oh shit. There was another one that I remembered. Sorry. I was going to write about this guy too, but I forgot I was going to write about him till right now, honestly. But it was like a Hungarian guy. And for some reason, I guess there was like chickens or hens or something outside. And to scare them away, he shot his gun. And his wife was like, I don't know. She was like freaked out or what. But she was like, put away your fucking gun. He's like, it's fine. It's not even loaded. Held it up to his head. Shot himself in the head because he forgot he had a bullet in it. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? Why would you be like, oh, don't worry. It doesn't have bullets in it. And pretend to shoot yourself in the head anyway. It's like, that's not a good. That's not the proof I need. I'll be like, okay, doesn't put it away. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought that was. Just... No. He must have felt very confident that there was not a bullet in it to do that, though. Oh, see, look at this one. A Dutch teen died after attempting to break the running record by jumping out of his car that had been set to cruise control at 20 miles per hour. Oh. That's just... No. No, no, no. That's sad. Sheesh. Okay, one more little one before I continue my story. And this wasn't on the list. I just remember hearing about this when I was little. I think Brandy's going to have one after me as well, based on your face. But so I heard about this. There was a radio contest where it was basically I Googled it today and I think it was like called hold your hold your wee for a wee. Basically, like you drink a bunch of water and don't pee and you could win a wee. And they the radio station was told that this could be dangerous, but they didn't tell contestants. And one woman drank so much water, she died of water intoxication. What? Water intoxication is a thing. You can die from drinking too much water. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're not even allowed to drink water anymore, Brandy. I only can drink cherry cokes. <laughs> it's, it's okay. The law it now. Better. Yeah, and I it won't kill me. Water will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing that made you look shocked before? I don't I'm know. Also, sorry to listeners because this is gonna be our most unhinged episode yet. <laughs> We're just reading a bunch of random We're stories. We're just like on Wikipedia being like, I remember this from when I was a kid. I hope it's right. <laughs> All right. It says John Hutcherson, 21, drove home drunk with his friend, Francis Brom, 23, hanging out of the passenger window. Hutcherson drove off the world road. road. My bad. Because <laughs> the earth is flat. He drove off the world. <laughs> <laughs> he drove off the world. Off the road and sideswiped a telephone pole support wire, decapitating Braun. No way. Have you ever seen... Bro. Oh. Hold on. He continued the final 12 miles to his Atlanta, Georgia home, parked in the driveway, and went to bed. 
A neighbor found Bronze headless body in the trunk next the, the next morning. Oh, he put it in the trunk? Ew. Or next to the truck. Oh, okay. Wait. Dude, this happened in a movie that just came out. No way. What's the name of the movie? Hereditary. Oh, really? Yes. Because as soon as you're like, oh, their head is outside the window, I was like, what? Are they going to get decapitated? And you said that, and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie. Oh, that actually I'm sorry. It reminds me of another story that I was going to do of this girl. Like I said, most unshade episode yet. Just go for it, man. <laughs> it was almost the same thing. She was like high. Um, She was like high on ecstasy, weed, and was drunk. Mm-hmm. And she drove home like intoxicated too. Oh, and she actually, fuck. She actually hit a homeless man. <gasps> and he like got stuck in her windshield. And she literally mm-hmm. still drove home, parked, and like went to bed. Like the same thing. And he what ended the up f- dying there in the windshield. Oh my like he god! He was straight chilling in the windshield. Well, not chilling, but suffering. <laughs> yeah, not not chilling, suffering. No, sorry, <laughs> wrong words. I love the way how Cashy said. Oh, not chilling, suffering. <laughs> <laughs> I get them confused too. It's okay, Brandy. <laughs> Synonyms, uh, right? I every day, yeah. Oh my god! So I heard. Or I also read one where it was like a mom was like looking out the window and their toddler like clicked the window lock button or something and she got trapped there and she died. Yeah, she suffocated. I saw that she, one too. Oh my god. I'm I have so another dude. dude. This is why I don't want kids actually. That's why. That's why. <laughs> They're I out to get not... you. <laughs> That's crazy. And I I heard from someone I know that someone they know. I don't want to say names because in case my the person I'm talking about did get it incorrect, you know, mm-hmm. that this person's friend's stepmom was like in an attic before, like just like grabbing something and they heard the doorbell ring. So they turned around and they kind of stepped in between the slats, either on the stairs or in the attic and went through like the ceiling and fell and got impaled through the stomach and died. No way. What the fuck, dude? That's Isn't that... wild. I wanted to call it wacky, but <laughs> that's a freak accident. Yeah, that is. Oh my god. All of these sounds... stories are so weird. <laughs> what the fuck are the chances of that take the wrong step, fall, and get impaled? Jesus. It kind of mm-hmm. happened on an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer before, but the character was okay. <laughs> In case you guys are worried about this fictional character from the 90s TV show. (laughs) So I have a story to tell you all. I kind of forgot. (laughs) I'm going to talk about Kyle Plush. It's kind of hard to get back into serious storytelling mode after this. I know, right? We were just, we were doing great winging it. I feel like we were doing a good job winging it. Just because we We both read so many. We should have an episode where we just wing it. We come in, no ideas, and be like, so, what are some of the nastiest stories you've ever heard? Ooh. Okay, not a bad idea for a mini episode, because I've heard some crazy ones that I cannot find again. And I'm like, did I actually read this, or am I making it up? (laughs) Not a bad idea. I'll write that down. Anyway. Just four months after being born, Kyle Plush had suffered a spinal cord injury. But miraculously, he was able to make a full recovery and later was able to walk, run, ski downhill, bike, and play multiple sports, including tennis. Did not stop him at all. 
Kyle was described as vibrant. He chose to fully engage with life and liked to spend time with people, making them laugh with his witty sense of humor. He loved to learn and share what he knew, including things he had read about and current events that he kept up with. He, along with friends, would complete would compete in math, computer, and Latin competitions. And one such competition, he took part in a programming club hackathon. I'm not sure what exactly the whole goal of this competition was, but his idea was to help save people's lives if they were like unable to call for help in natural disasters by adding a distress signal function on Apple Watches that could send the location and vital signs to first responders and help those in danger. And also help them like prioritize whose vital signs are the most fucked, basically. <laughs> I'm not sure how exactly they would find out, though. Maybe it's just like, if they notice somebody's like vital signs are freaking out on their Apple Watch, they'll be like, we should go check this out. <laughs> seems, seems sketch. I don't know. But Kyle was very positive, kind to everyone, and had lots of love and loyalty for his family, which included his mom, dad, younger sister Allie, his papa, and Nana. I wrote pap instead of papa. <laughs> like pap smear. That was a typo. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> He liked to go on bike rides, camp, garden with his papa, play games, and make funny videos with friends. He liked to spend time volunteering at food kitchens, helping children learn to read, and entertaining senior citizens who were memory impaired. He seemed like he had a lot going on, truly. Mm -hmm. In 2008, yeah, very busy. And in 2018, Kyle was a 16-year-old sophomore at the private school Seven Hills in Cincinnati, Ohio where he was on the school swimming and tennis teams. His school said he was a young person of keen intelligence, good humor, great courage. So only 16 and had all this going on. That is crazy to me. So a lot more than me, bro. Bro, a lot more than me. That's like more than I've done my entire life. Did I? <laughs> 16. I was I know two different sports things. I only did sports once. When I was in seventh grade, I was on a basketball team. You may not know this about me, Brandy. I'm actually baller, baller's life. Uh, <laughs> and hurtful how much you laughed at me saying that. No, I just love like how casually you said that. Like just You're straight like... up. Like... <laughs> uh, but I was the worst one on the team. <laughs> Either worst or second no. worst, depending on how it was going. And then I never played sports again. Did you ever play sports? I did. I actually was in a little league. Really? <laughs> yeah, for a little bit. How would you feel if I just started laughing at you how you laughed at me right I'm now? I'm sorry. <laughs> you can laugh after I tell you that like, my first game, because we didn't have practice. It was They just threw us into a game. Really? Okay. The ball, I ran to third instead of first. <laughs> and they were like, no, go that way. And I was like, what? <laughs> See, that's the kind of shit that makes you not want to play. Flag football in oh middle school. We didn't even have a flag football team. We that did. was fun. It was fun. And then I feel like I did something else that I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I also did cheerleading in the fourth grade. Only fourth grade. Me and Leah did it. And we were like the only people on the entire team who couldn't do tumbling, like flips and cartwheels and shit. So they would do it, and me and Leo would just squat down on the ground and sit there and wait for them to be done. Like, during the routine, they would just have us do that looking like idiots. <laughs> and then we also did karate the same year. And there's pictures of us looking like hella stupid wearing our geese, just posing with our little fist. <laughs> oh, 
my god. Oh, I also tried out for lacrosse, but that shit's hard as fuck. I've never tried lacrosse. See, you're some was that middle school or high school? That was high school. Okay, well I didn't go to public high school, but I don't think that public high schools near me even fucking offered lacrosse. San yeah. Diego's fancy. <laughs> yeah, I went to tryouts and I I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That shit hard. You know, I also tried out for cheerleading at my school in seventh grade. The one I was in before was like just in my town. It wasn't my school. And I only went to the first day of tryouts because we were stretching in the gym and it was super quiet and I farted. And then I didn't go back <laughs> the next day. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And I was just like, I actually didn't even like it. Like, I don't even like cheerleading. I don't even want to do it. <laughs> it was so quiet. <laughs> the worst should i get back to my story (laughs) (laughs) yeah on april 10th 2018 kyle had been on the rear bench of his family's 2004 honda odyssey minivan and was likely reaching for his tennis equipment when the seat flipped up and over towards the back hatch pinning him upside down behind the seat and that's like an exact quote because i have no better way to explain it the seat somehow flipped up and made him stuck upside down and yeah, stuck basically. And his arms were pinned down. So he was unable to get the phone out of his pocket, but he had a really good idea. And he used Siri's voice activated assistance to call 911 twice, you know, like the, Hey Siri. Yeah. Which by the way, never works for me. I actually heard about this story. Uh, I believe last year and I turned on Hey Siri and it never works. Sometimes I'll say seriously. And then my phone's just like, how can I help you? And I'm like, yeah. really, dude? <laughs> it's like, but when I say, hey, well, I know you can go to your settings and actually do like the voice recognition thing. Oh, you can? Okay. Yeah. I need to do that because, I mean, I'll tell you the rest of the story, but it, uh, it'll make you want to go adjust your settings too. In the calls, he can be heard yelling for help, telling dispatchers that he was trapped in the minivan and in between breathing... In between words, he would have to stop to take labored breaths because he couldn't really breathe. According to police, they could hear distant bangings and Kyle from a distance saying, I can't hear you and I'm in desperate need of help. I'm going to die here. His pleas for help went on until the call suddenly ended. The dispatcher tried to call him back, but of course, Kyle was stuck and unable to answer. At 3.21 p.m., five minutes after the call hung up, Police arrived and searched the parking lot near the private school Kyle attended, but were unable to find him. Thinking the call may have been some kind of prank, they gave up their search and left. Mm. Like, first of all, someone's telling you that they're fucking stuck. You think you're just going to drive around a parking lot and be like, oh, there they are. What? Like, no. God, it makes me upset. At some point, Kyle was able to call the police again, but this time he sounded weaker and something could be heard creaking in the background. This call lasted several minutes and included him saying, I probably don't have much time left, so tell my mom that I love her if I die. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm trapped inside my gold Honda Odyssey van in the sophomore parking lot of Seven Hills. Send officers immediately. I'm almost dead. Followed by him asking, can anyone hear me? And then saying, hey Siri, several times. I'm assuming to try and get hold 911 if he didn't already. According to authorities, the police who were searching the area for Kyle did not receive any of this information. How the fuck does that happen, dude? How? We're all so lighthearted just a couple minutes ago. Fucking dispatch. 
I know. I don't know if the dispatcher fucked up or like they told somebody and this other person didn't relate to the correct people. But I think I could be wrong at this. But from what I read, it made it seem like they were still in the parking lot when this call happened. Damn. And just no one fucking told them. Or they told them and they didn't look or like couldn't find it still. I have no idea. But later that day, Kyle's parents had begun to worry since he hadn't arrived home from school and a classmate called and said he'd missed his scheduled tennis match. They called the police to report their son is missing and then using a phone tracking app tracked Kyle's location to go and look for him. It was a little before 9 p.m. when Kyle's father found his unresponsive body trapped in the minivan. His dad had to find him. A passerby called the police from the school and said a man was running around and screaming call 911 and that he could hear loud bangs. Another person, this time a night shift worker at the school, also called 911 and said there was an unresponsive teen trapped in the van. They said he was turned over in his seat and stuck, noting that he'd been there for a while. First responders arrived on the scene but were unable to revive Kyle, who wasn't breathing. He was later pronounced dead, and his cause of death was found to be asphyxia due to chest compression. The app idea that I mentioned before that Kyle came up with just two months before his death, actually, likely would have been able to save his life. That's why it was, like, kind of weird and, like, ominous almost to me that he came up with that idea not knowing, like, what was going to happen. That's crazy. I know. And even more wild was that at the same time, a tech startup based, I believe, in like Harvard, I didn't write down, was actually in the process of creating a program called Rapid SOS, which would have worked similarly. After Kyle's death, Honda released a statement saying, our hearts got to the victim's family during this difficult time. But also they told the Associated Press that although the year prior there had been a recall on seats in some odysseys, they were not of this model. So basically saying, hey, it's not our fault. Kyle's family has set up a foundation in his honor called Kyle Plush Answer the Call. The foundation, whose mission is uplifting families and communities to live their best lives and advocate for common sense public policy that fosters safer, friendlier, and more resilient communities. I think that they're kind of like trying to get dispatchers to work better, basically. They're saying like, we need more like kind and receptive dispatchers and just, they just want people to be nicer and to be more helpful, basically. Mm -hmm. Like surprisingly, not very bitter. As bitter as I'd, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. And I I forgot to write it down, but I think I read that they did have a lawsuit and they got like $15 million, but I cannot remember if that was with the police department or the car. I think it might have been the police department probably because they fucked up big time. Big time. Literally called saying what kind of car he was in and they yeah. did not find him. It's awful. That's crazy. But yeah, that is it for my story on Kyle. And whenever I first read that story, like whenever it was, I immediately went and activated Hey Siri. Damn. It must have been a while ago because it was whenever I was still working with you, Brandy, that I read the story and activated it because we had a coworker named Sarah. And whenever I'd say her name, Siri would be like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to go try and fix that later, like you said. Yeah, you should. All right. Well. I guess I'll talk about a Rebecca burger now. Okay. Burger? Like food? Burger, yeah. Like nice. Burger and fries. <laughs> I like that. Like Bob Burgers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Bob Burgers. <laughs> Rebecca was a 33-year-old French fitness model and lifestyle blogger. Um, But yeah, she was killed by an exploding whipped cream dispenser. 
I heard about this. I thought about this the other day, actually. Really? Not even related yeah. to the podcast. Something was just like getting hot. And I was like, what if it exploded? And I, well, spoiler alert, I thought of Jeez. her story. I actually had never heard of her story. Oh, wow. No, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, she reportedly suffered a cardiac arrest after the gadget exploded and struck her chest. Oh, my God. The whipped cream canister worked by injecting gas into the metal canister to pressurize the con- con- contents. Contents, yeah. I was going to say continents. <laughs> I was like, oh, that ain't it. That this ain't is it. geography, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, the, I thought it was crazy. They had actually like tried to get people to stop using those. And they actually pulled them off the market, but... You know. Whoa. Was she we'll like doing later. was she doing whippets? Do you know what whippets are? Are you no. gonna get to it? Oh. No. Whippets are basically whippets. they're using like the whipped cream things and you kinda like inhale the gases and it makes you feel high for like fifteen seconds. Oh. No, I don't think it was that. I don't know why I know that. Nineteen <laughs> <laughs> year old me, I don't know her. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Caught in four K. <laughs> um she died on june 18th 2017 oh. her family confirmed her death in a social media post on instagram and facebook where she had a following of about 200 000. Oh dang yeah so she was kind of popular she um what women's best which was a health and fitness firm posted a tribute to her she like modeled for them yeah um this is just what they like wrote about her we are sad to have to announce the loss of this wonderful soul our french athlete rebecca berger died yesterday she was a great athlete and a kind and generous person with whom to work pray for her to rest in peace and for her family to remain strong we will always be proud of you rebecca Oh, that's sad. It's like no. Also, I looked her up and she's jacked. Yeah, she's she's skinny legend and she's jacked as fuck. Yeah, you know, I feel like with girls, it's harder to see muscles like whenever they're just chilling. But some of these pictures, it looks like she's just chilling. You could still see them. Yeah. I mean, I she, guess she was a model, so she knew how to pose. But uh... true. Yeah, her family also posted a photo of the dispenser and warned about using them. The caption read. Well, translated from French. Here's an example of the cartridge slash, I guess they call them siphons. Okay. From the Chantilly that exploded and struck Rebecca's chest, killing her. Take note, the cartridge that caused her death was sealed. Do not use these. These. (laughs) Yeah? Are you trying to be like French or something? What just happened? (laughs) I guess. Do not use this type of device in your home. Tens of thousands of these appliances are still in circulation. It's like, fuck you. And according to the BBC, one victim of an exploding cream dispenser told RTL Radio in 2013 um, about their experience. And they said, I had six broken ribs and my sternum was broken. At the hospital, I was told that if the shock and blast had been facing my heart, I would be dead now. Oh my god. Holy shit. 
I guess um, the Consumer Magazine, 60 Millions, that's like the name of the magazine, Yeah. also reported that two more people were injured by the dispensers in 2014. Jeez. But yeah, she was, it's sad, like, she was young. She's really young. She was so jacked. I'm definitely going to be uploading pictures of her to show you all how jacked she was. Yeah, she was jacked. She, like, had her blog where, I think it was called Rebecca Likes, where she talked about traveling, food, and, like, her experiences on the road. Aw, that's really sad. Yeah. God. What the fuck are the chances of that happening? Right? I was like, dude, what the fuck? She was probably just trying to enjoy some whipped cream on whatever... Whip cream or whippets. I don't know her life. You're right. I don't probably, know either. Probably not whippets, but <laughs> there was one case. I already told Brandy about this, but whenever we were doing freak accidents, I was so pumped about this one story I read. And I had it in my notes, and I told Robert about it, and he pointed out that's actually not a freak accident. But it was crazy enough that I want to say it anyway. This dude fucking like was outside and people heard like noises like cries almost and they went to find him and he had been smothered and then swallowed whole by a python a grown man but that's not an accident because the snake didn't accidentally eat him so that's why i didn't share it in more detail but he accidentally got swallowed <laughs> he did he accident he wasn't planning on it it was an accident <laughs> I like your point of view, Brandy. <laughs> but it's like fucking gross. And I guess that this has happened before, or like other times with the same snake and other snakes. And I thought that, that was like, I didn't know that that was real, that snakes could actually eat people. I thought yeah. that was just like a scary thing that people said. I didn't think it was real. And uh, yeah, I saw like pictures of snakes with like humans in them. And they just literally swallow you. It's gross. There was another story I was going to say, but I thought it'd be too inappropriate, but I'm going to say it anyway. Not in detail, though. Basically, this guy was getting fucked in the ass by a horse, and it ruptured him, like, his colon, and he died. Oh. I saw one similar about bestiality. You did? Really? I saw this, well, I, like, kind of read it, and this guy was convicted because he met this woman online through like a bestiality like website oh, thing. forum <laughs> oh, God. and she he basically uh, this lady died from an allergic reaction to having sex with the dog nasty yeah and nasty, she ended up nasty. dying from it and they like charged him because Ew. they obviously set it up and yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i don't get it. yeah the one the guy that i read about i think other people were there and they would like take videos And they called the horse Big Dick. Uh -uh. If I had to learn it, you all have to learn it. (laughs) I'm punishing you all. (laughs) We're all chilling together. We're all chilling, going through these awful... Yeah! Oh my god, I didn't get it! (laughs) Chilling. I mean suffering. (laughs) Get them confused all the time. (laughs) Fuck, that's funny. You know, I heard a rumor before. I don't know how I even heard this rumor, if I saw it on Twitter or what. So it might not be true. So I'm not being slanderous because I don't know if it's true. But basically, it was like that Hugh Hefner, like in the 70s or something, like made a woman have sex with a dog and videotaped it. 
And I have no idea where I read this. And I don't really want to Google Hugh Hefner bestiality because I don't want that in my search history. So I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure some weird shit would pop up if you were to search. Yeah, so I'm not trying to see that shit. So I'm like, someone please email to confirm or deny this because I don't want to see anything associated with it. Yeah. No, thank you. But, um... Yeah, any anything else going on in your life? Any other suffering? You went to Disneyland. How's Disneyland? It was fun. I went opening day. Ooh. So I was like the first one there. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone was waving. They're like, wow, Brandy's yeah. finally here. I, I've yeah. been waiting so long. It was cool. I did get a little emotional. Even though did I you really? Yeah. Brandy is really... very into Disneyland. I'm what? You're very into Disneyland. Oh, yes, I was I just am. saying, you've never... I mean, I guess we talked about how you're excited for Disney World. But yeah, Brandy like had passes and everything. Yeah, I had an annual pass. I'm just a big Disney fan. I've always been into Disney movies. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan. And I can't get on your level. Me and Robert, we do want season passes, though. And we were getting all pumped up on a walk talking about buying them. And then we came home and we are like, fuck, I forgot they canceled the season passes for now. <laughs> Yeah, they're supposed to announce the new one soon, but like, literally I had my pass for the past two years, I think. Oh, wow. Two, three. No, I think two. But we literally go, I think one year, we literally went like every Wednesday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we went a lot. We spent so much money there. Dude, I bet. But I like. You loved it. I love it. I love how your pastimes, Brandy, are going to Disneyland, watching Disney movies, and talking in a true crime and ghost podcast. Yeah, it blends well. It's balance. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really fun. It was nice. I, I would say definitely take advantage now that there's a capacity Only limit. Only if you live in California, unfortunately. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like not that they're do. really enforcing anyway, but... Yeah, I don't really know how they check. Just be like, oh, it's an old license. Yeah, if they look at your. Well, ID. I mean, they don't check at your license. Fair, yeah. Okay, anyone go. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, like, definitely take advantage now because it was nice. We got on everything oh we God. wanted. We were like done by like noon and just kind of got on a bunch. Okay, what? maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't think it was noon, but I don't care. It still makes me excited. No, I don't like, care if they're lies. <laughs> the 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 app would say like a certain wait time, mm-hmm. but we would go and it would be a lot shorter. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so like, excited. Yeah, like Little Mermaid, it said it was like five minutes, but mm-hmm. we literally like walked straight in. <laughs> I love how it's like five minutes isn't even a long time either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's still shorter. <laughs> oh, I think there was a ride that said it was like 40 minutes, but we only waited like 20. Oh, hell yeah. I'm glad you mm-hmm. enjoyed yourself. Any other things before I end the episode? Mm, no. Well, if you guys want to email us, tell us if you know any other freak accents. Even if they didn't happen to you, like, tell us all of them. Because clearly we like hearing them <laughs> if you didn't you didn't notice. And you can email. Did I even say the email? I just told us. <laughs> you just said you can email yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the email is actually <laughs> the spookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are spooky shit underscore pod, and our website is spooky shit dash pod.com. Thank you all for listening to this weird episode. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Maybe I'll be mad when I edit, but right now I'm not mad about it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, 
right. Well, we'll catch you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.